Why is it so important for you and I to take action to save our children? Why is it so important? Have you ever thought about that? Now, this is an important question that you and I are going to deal with in this show because the buck stops with you and me. If you and I do not do anything, our children's future is going to be very, very dark, very, very bleak. They might not even have a proper future. And that is why it's so important that you and I dig into and delve and realize how we need to take action and the importance of taking action to save our children. And there are various ways how we can do it, but we look at specific influences that you and I can have control over and how you and I can make a difference in the lives of our children. So please stay tuned until after the intro as we look at how to take action to save our children. Welcome to the Rise and Shine show where we help you to become the leader you were born to be. This show is proudly brought to you by Sunshine Harvest and now let's move on to today's show. Welcome to today's show. It's so great to be with you and it's great to have you with me. And today we continue our action taking steps to continue where we left off the last time. And today we're specifically looking at taking action to save our children. And the buck really stops with you and me. You and I have to realize that we've got a very important uh, part to play, a very important role. And if you and I don't do it, these young people, the next generation, might not make it. Or they might make it, but they're not going to live the quality of life that you and I want for them. And that's why it's so important. But before we continue on this, um, on, in today's show, I just want to recap a little bit so that we can just uh, remember what we um, covered in the previous show, because today is just a continuation of that. And it was almost like a very serious show the previous time, and I don't think this is really going to uh, be much different. So just bear with me, because uh, this is really, it's a bit of a heavy topic, but it's a very important topic, because it involves our children. Now, in the previous show, we said we have to stop and realize that it's time to take action. And we also realize that you have the answers. And if you do not have the answers or you think you don't have the answers right away, just stop and pause for a moment and really just relax and let your mind and let your thoughts just go because you have the answers. And many times, the answers are so simple and it's so obvious actually that we miss it. And that's why it's important sometimes just to take a step back and just relax and get our focus away from all the stuff around us that distract us so that we can really uh, take time and focus on what we need to do, why we want to do it, why we need to do it, and where we are heading to. So in the previous show, we looked at um, the different 
spheres of influence in our society. You know, I'm going to go through these. We only covered the first five. So today we're going to look at the, the last two a little bit as well. But again, let me just recap so that I can just refresh your memory so that we can know we, that we're on the same page as we move along. Now, again, these seven spheres of influence in society might not be uh, the only spheres of society. There are other people that uh, sort of disagree with it. It's just seven. They say there are more. But for our uh, um, topic or what we're dealing with, I'm just going to stick with these because these are really the, the main categories or the main spheres of influence in society all around us. You know, the first is religion. And we realized uh, how important religion is. And when these forces that want to get you and I to submit to their agendas, to take away your freedom, to take away my freedom, to take away the freedom of our children, the way that uh, they have been brought up and the way that is uh, really walking according to the truth, the, the real value of life. That is what these um, forces want to take away from you and I want to take away from our families and especially our, our children. They don't care too much about you and I because, you know, if you're a little bit advanced in years, they don't really care too much about you because your time is basically over. But that's why they're focusing so much on the next generation. And the next generation is so important that some of the world leaders in the past really said that um, our freedom can be lost within one generation. And uh, for purposes of a generation, a generation is about 40 years. And that's a bit scary. But uh, when you and I look back and we see what has happened over the last few decades, a little bit over 40 years, a little bit more than a uh, a generation, then we also realize that these forces, they don't sit back and they don't, they're not asleep. Uh, they've got a very specific strategy and very specific planning, and they just bulldoze ahead. And many times it's so under the surface that you and I don't see it. And that's why it's important that you and I as true leaders, that we look at these things, assess these things together, and so that you and I can move forward in protecting our lives, our freedoms, because it's very, very important. And as you know, you can't just put your head in the sand. You can't just look uh, the other way because it's not going to help. These guys are not going to stop. These forces are not going to stop. I'm just calling them forces. I'm not going to go into details. But one of the first things that they, that they really want to get um, away from people is religion. And uh, it's very important because they know if someone is solidly ground in their faith in God, um, and specifically for me in Jesus Christ, then they know if they can take that away from you or from your children, then they can basically do anything with you because then you don't really have any means of defending yourself. The second uh, sphere of influence in society is the family. And you know that families are really attacked today. 
if you have children, whether you have children, whether you don't have children, you will know that families are really impacted big time. Uh, wives have to work. Mothers cannot just stay with their children in, uh, anymore. And yet over the last two and a half years or so, things have also changed with all these, these um, things that have been happening around us, the lockdowns and, and the separation and the, the social kind of uh, distancing, if you wish. What happened through this time? Many, many parents decided, but they have to look after their children. They have to look after their families. And when they spent time together, many parents decided they're going to homeschool their children. And that really uh, brought the families closer together so that they can really uh, function as a unit. And that is very important and it's a big victory also for you and I, because uh, as we will see in, in, the, in the next uh, sphere of influence education, how they use education both on school level, um, high school level, and also then university and college level, really how to indoctrinate our children with weird and wicked beliefs, things that we do not uh, approve of, but many times we don't have any control over it. And we're so busy many times as parents that we don't even go there. We almost live separate lives from our children. And once we realize, but wow, something is not right here, it might be too late. So that's why it's very important to understand this and also to look at the, the family as a, as a structure of the sphere of influence. Because when your family is strong and solid, your community and even your country is, is sound and solid. That's why that's so important. And then the next sphere of influence, education, like we said, and education has been for decades now. It's really been the focal point because they realized what they're basically doing. They're discipling our children. They're indoctrinating our children because they sit there for several hours a day and they basically have their attention. And the children uh, trust these, these teachers. They trust these institutions. And they can just teach these children and feed them whatever they want to feed them. And again, when you, uh, as, as a parent, sees but something is not right here, it might be too late. But there's, there's uh, light at the end of the tunnel. So you, like I said in the beginning, you have the answers. And uh, that's why I'm also here so that you and I can discuss these things. I can help you and uh, you and I can work together to make a success of this. And then the fourth sphere of influence is government. And you know how government has really overstepped their, um, their role because government is really there to serve you and me. You and I um, elect them and then they're working for us. But during the years, people have uh, sort of allowed government to take over so many roles that are really belong to you and me in the society, in the church, where we have to look after people, where we have to look after the sick, we have to look after the elderly. And we just said, no ways, wait a, wait a moment. And we just left it over to the government. And the government just 
took it over because they realized the more they can take control over things, the more they can control you and I. And they took our freedoms away without us even realizing it because you and I just think um, or thought, but I just want an easy life. Just I don't want to be bothered with those things. Let the government take care of that because the government this and the government that. But there's not one government in the world that has money. It's your money, it's my money. We pay taxes, that's where this money come, is coming from. And government is supposed to be a very, uh, I, I'm going to call it a lean structure, a very thin layer. Uh, that's really what government is supposed to be. Um, not the, the mammoth that, that we've created today where governments, if they snap their fingers, everybody, uh, they think everybody must just uh, jump and they can do whatever they want because that is not uh, how it's supposed to be. And um, so we really have to look at uh, the control that we gave over to, to government to control what they were never supposed to control. Uh, there are ways that we can curb that, but it's, it's, it's a hard thing. It's, it's not so easy, but um, we, we cannot do it alone. I cannot do it alone. You cannot do it alone. But that's why it's important that you and I, when we come together, and that's why I always ask also, please share this message. Share this message with, with a family member or a friend or someone that's like-minded that know uh, what's, what's at stake. And maybe they, they can just glean something from this message that, that you and I are sharing with each other here. And they can maybe just take action and it can just help them and just over that little hurdle so that they can uh, realize, but they, they can actually do it. And then where we stopped last uh, in the last show was um, with the media. And uh, the, the media has been used, especially over the last few years, really to um, indoctrinate. It's not a, uh, there's no truth anymore. They just feed you and I what they want us to, to believe. And the, and the uh, sad thing is, is that these uh, news media outlets have basically been purchased over by some of these um, mammoth structures, these mammoth uh, companies and enterprises that really want to control your life and my life. And so if you go and look what, uh, who owns many of these media companies, then you will also understand why they, they, those news anchors and so on, they, they don't really uh, have a choice. Although they most probably believe what, they, what they're doing, but I believe many of them don't even know. They just do because they just want a job and they just uh, do what they've, what they've been told. And then number six, we haven't dealt with this one really before. So I'm gonna go a little bit more in detail here and I'll, I'll go through some of the points again that we, that we touched on last, uh, in the last show because this, is, this really forms a part. So I can almost call this the, the, this, the second part uh, you know, from, from the previous show, although we're gonna title it something different. Um, like we said, it's time to take action to save our children. And the buck stops with you and me 
Because if you and I do not take possession of this, and um, then nothing is going to happen. We can't. There's no one else. If you don't do it, no one else is going to do it. If I don't do what I'm supposed to do, no one else is going to do it. Because you've got a specific purpose, and I believe that's the reason why you're here today. That's why you and I uh, connected with each other, and that's why you have to hear this message. Take this to heart. Glean from this what you need to do, and what we also looked at it the in the last show, sort of toward the end. It's important for you to know your purpose, because if you do not know your purpose, the purpose why you were born, then you will not know what really your role is and what you need to do and what you can do. Because when you know who you are then you will also know how to take action and how important it is for you to take action. Back to the arts and entertainment. Arts and entertainment is basically um, shapes the culture of, uh, of a nation, of civilization. And one of the main reasons why arts and entertainment is also uh, so... Uh, specifically targeted is specifically because of this region uh, or or, or this reason because when uh, a nation's culture can be changed or you can tell people for example or you can tell a nation that listen you do not have any culture or your culture is sick or your culture this or your culture that then you begin to make people doubt who they really are and just like with education, where in many cases, and you will know, they, um, education really wants to rewrite history. They don't want you and your children, specifically our children, they don't want our children to know really what happened in the past. Because there were some heroes in the past that really stood and that really fought for freedom. Basically, the same things that you and I are encountering today. The, the, the technology was different. The circumstances were different. But it was exactly the same thing. And recently, I, I, I read a little booklet. Uh, I think the title was Courageous Men. And it really struck me how some of these really courageous men, how they stood up and said, "My listen, everybody just wants to talk peace, peace. And that's what the enemy uh, really wants to come. They say, yeah, but you cannot, uh, you know, um, take action against these things. Let, rather let it just be. And especially when it comes to government, you cannot go against government because government is an institution and they place there so that they can um, look after you and I. But that's only true if they are godly government. But the moment they go against God's laws, And they want to control you and I, and they want to really uh, be a a structure of of uh, tyrannical masters, where they what they where they want to control society and want to control everything that you and I do. Then it's not so cool anymore. And I know we're dealing on arts and entertainment, but let me just uh, share this with you. Especially in today's time, you will notice that. In, in many new neighborhoods that, that is developed, you see surveillance cameras all over the show. And it may seem as if these things are great. And they call these smart cities or smart this or smart that. But those things are really to control people. 
And if you haven't realized this before, just sit back for a, for a moment and just think about it. Why are all those cameras and everything there? It's to control your movement, to control everyone's movement. And the, they may say it's not so, but it is so because they want to link. And um, the moment everything is linked, then they control. They can control your movement. They can control other people's movements. And um, there are various ways that they're doing it. It's without, um, outside of the scope of what we're discussing here. Back to arts and entertainment. When you change the, the culture of a, of a nation or a group of people and you tell them you don't have a culture, then anything basically goes. And this, I'm going to give you a specific example of what happened in Canada. I think it was around the 1960s. The person who was the, the prime minister at that time, uh, his name is Pierre Trudeau, and it's the uh, current uh, prime minister's father, who was the prime minister then, he, there was a specific person that he grabbed onto his ideology. And this man came up with this idea how to change the culture by um, specifically targeting education and uh, the arts and entertainment. And they started telling the, the Canadian population, the Canadian people through the government controlled television sta uh, stations. They said to them, you are a nation without a culture. And even now, when you will ask many Canadians, you will ask them, what, uh, what, is, what is your culture? They will say, we don't have any culture. However, the nations that come in, the immigrants that come in, those people stick together. They maintain their cultures because their cultures are very, very important to them because they realize it's almost like their identity. And that's what they want to take away from you. They want you to feel um, uh, guilty because you are who you are or you, you uh, need to feel guilty where you're coming from. And this they do through arts. And like you will also know, the arts has become more and more liberal. The, the role models that our children have of the Hollywood stars and then the entertainment and so on, some of these things are totally vulgar. And uh, I mean, there's some of these things, I, I really don't understand the, the, the humor in many of these things, but it's really become, uh, a, I almost want to call it a plague how these people want to push a lot of garbage on you and I. They, they want us almost to, um, to think that our, that our heads, our minds are like garbage cans and they want to dump all this, this trash into, your, into our minds. And you and I have got the choice. I can decide I will not take that. I will take that captive. I will take those thoughts captive. I will not allow those thoughts to control me. And that's really what we need to do. But we only can only take um, uh, effective action when we know what these things are doing to us. And that's why uh, it's, it's very important to also um, look out what your children are exposed to. If you can help your children not to... Um, uh, look or watch many of these shows 
uh, I mean, that's, that's a great benefit, but um, it's, it's very important, the role models. Let your children rather have role models. Let, let you as a father or a mother, um, you must be the role model, model for, your, for your children, for a, for a moral lifestyle, for a sound family structure. That's what it's supposed to be. And then heroes, heroes of faith, heroes in, in, in our history. Because I, there's so many people that were strong people in, 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 uh, in history that, that really stood out and they took action and they really were on the forefront. And take those people and portray those people to your children so that they can um, use them as role models and really know that it's sound and it's solid where they're going to. And then the, the seventh sphere of influence in society is business. And business is, is, is vital. And as you know, in many parts of the, uh, of the world, uh, private business enterprises is really what drives economies of, of countries. And that's why uh, over these last two years, two and a half years, that's why it's been so, so important uh, what's been happening in society. Small businesses have really been uh, basically discredited. They've been closed down because of all the lockdowns and everything. And that was that is planned because when you cannot look after yourself anymore and now, like we said earlier, now people look at government because government must look after me. But government cannot look after me. They cannot look after you because they don't have any money. Remember, they don't have any money. All these packages that, that are um, uh, pushed into various uh, areas of, of society today, it's money that's printed. It's, it's not real money. There is not any money. The governments do not have any money. And um, it's a very dangerous time where you and I are living in. And they're using these massive... Uh, enterprises, these conglomerates, and they control everything. They control the media, they control education, they control governments, because you will know as you, as you and I look around us, many people that we think are government leaders or uh, leaders of countries, they're not really, they're just puppets. They are just being used. And um, I mean, you can go and uh, search these things out. I'm not going to uh, give you specific um, uh, examples of these, but that's where we are today. So really, what is the answer for us um, today? It's we have to get involved. You have to get involved in, in, in school. And even if you, you don't have children, Still get involved in the schools, get involved in the school boards, get involved in society. And you don't necessarily have to go and fight, but just get involved. Because if there are elections in school boards or whatever, uh, maybe you can swing that. With one vote, you can swing what's, what's really happening there. Because people just turn a blind eye, they don't want to get involved, and they don't know that they need to get involved. So it's very important that you and I need to get involved. And um, just remember, you may feel as if you do not really have the answer, but I'm telling you, you have the answer. And the answer is not necessarily going to be uh, in yourself, 
But like we said, when you fulfill your purpose, then that's part of the answer already. And that's part of the the moving forward and the taking uh, back territory that that you and I might have lost over the last number of decades. And um, you may ask me then, but how? Now, I just jotted down a few points. And the first one is values. It's important that you and I have sound and solid values because if you do not have any values, then why are we doing what we need to do? Because values are so important and that also uh, it, it um, shapes or it directs your attitude as well. And uh, it's, it's very important. And it's very important for you to know who God is, to know who your creator is because when you know who your creator is, you know that he didn't uh, do a bunch of bad things. He's a good God and he only gives us good things. People want to portray him as different because of many reasons, because they don't want you to believe that. And you also need to know who you are. If you really know who you are and you're content with who you are, you will be able to, without... Um, doubting and without holding back, you will be able to take action in the direction that you need to go and that you also want to go and that you want to, to um, go to help your children to avoid many of these pitfalls that are presenting themselves to us on a daily basis. And then it's very important to, to have a simple lifestyle. You know, you and I can be trendy and we can want all the uh, latest doodads, the latest, um, greatest technology stuff, the fanciest TV or the fanciest phone or whatever. But you know, just keep life simple because it's in the simple things that there's many times so much more joy when you can do things with your family and you can teach your children simple things to do. Just to give you one example. Um, there's a whole reason why um, I gave some of my, my tools away, but I had a very uh, sophisticated um, uh, circular saw, uh, electrical hand saw, a track saw. And I didn't have that. And this weekend I had to hang a door and I had to cut the door. Now, all I have now is a, is a hand saw, a manual saw. So it's back and forth, pumping back and forth. And I was amazed at how straight I could saw with that saw and how neat the cut was. And it was not electrical. I had to use a bit of elbow grease, as they say. But I'm amazed at the end result. And I had fun doing it. Initially, I thought, oh my goodness, what's going to happen here? But I am really amazed. So, And it's simple. It doesn't have to go that simple, but I'm just giving that to you as an example. And then you need to be focused. You need to be diligent. And diligence is, many people will say, yeah, but you continue, continue, continue. But I'm going to give you a little bit of a different perspective and a little bit of a different definition of diligence. Diligence is focused and persistent effort that is consistent with your strengths, with your gifts, and with your purpose. I'm going to give it to you again. And maybe you can jot it down because this is very important and this will really help you. Diligence is focused and persistent effort 
that is consistent with your strengths, with your gifts, and with your purpose. That is really, for me, what diligence is. If you, you have to be focused in persistent effort, that is what diligence really is. And you have the potential. You have everything on the inside of you to do what you need to do. You have been equipped even before you were born. It says that God knew you. He knew who you are. And he had a specific purpose for you. So you have everything on the inside of you to fulfill your purpose and to do what you need to do. And that's really what potential is. You don't always have to go out and get stuff all over. And I'm not saying, yes, we are the greatest and all that. That's not what I'm saying. I know we always have to be reliant on God because he's our strength. He's the one who made us. And we always have to go back to him and say, how do I do this? Uh, but you have the potential to do it. You can do everything. Like um, in, in the New Testament, there's a there's, um, saying that says, I can do all things through Christ, through God's anointing that strengthens me. And uh, so you can really do everything. And you can do it, not alone. Uh, um, yeah, let me just give you a, a little bit of an example. I might have touched on it in the previous show. But with the Roman soldiers, when they had an offensive and they uh, moved forward, when they wanted to take territory or they, they, they were fighting against the enemy, all their shields had hooks on the side. And what they did, they would um, hook these, all these shields together. So it basically formed one massive shield. So as they moved forward, it was one shield that um, came toward the enemy. And that was, it was really, I believe, a fright, frightening thing. But the main thing is the enemy could not easily break through the, that um, barrier of shields because they were hooked together. And that's what happens when you and I come together with our efforts and with everything and we, we uh, lock our arms together and we move forward as one, even if we are not physically together. Just even here where you and I, where we are sharing these ideas, it's, uh, it's vitally important that we can move forward. And uh, the function of leaders, all these things that I, that I listed here, that's the function of a leader. And a leader is really there to serve other people. So you, even if, as a parent, when you are fighting for your children, you are really serving your children because you cannot lord over them and tell them this way and that way um, if you don't lead by example. So you really have to serve them in a way. And that's what a true leader is. A true leader really takes what, uh, what he has and he serves others with these gifts and with these uh, uh, the potential of uh, whatever managerial skills or leadership skills, whatever you have and show by example. And then you take these people with you, whether it's your children, people in your community, take them and walk with them and, and, and help them to develop what they have so that they 
can also do what you do. So what you're basically doing, you're discipling other people so that they can do what you can do also. And, and that is where the strength lies in what you and I are doing here. So this is so uh, great for me to share these, these opportunities with you because these are really opportunities. And these opportunities are presenting themselves to us on a daily basis. It's, it's in one of the Asian languages, I think it's Japanese, where they, they say they, they don't have a word for, for problems. Their word for, for a problem is opportunity. So let us take all these things that are hitting us head on and from the side and from every uh, which way and let us see these as opportunities and take these opportunities and see how we can move forward so you and I can take action to save our children, to save our nations, to save, to save ourselves. To, to, um, I almost want to say take back our freedom again. Because our freedom to such an extent have really been uh, locked in and been controlled already. But you and I can make a difference. Remember, the buck stops with you and me. You and I can make a difference. We're supposed to make a difference. So that is as far as today's show goes. I really trust that you, that you got something from, from this message please share this message, share it with a family member and a friend. And remember what I've, what I've shared with you in the past as well. When you want to do something similar, what I'm doing here, be part of this. Help me to get this message out. I don't necessarily need your financial support, but it's important for you to give because, you know, they say, what you sow, you will reap. So if you help me to take this message out. It'll also help you and to enable you to open yourselves up so that you can also take this message out because it's very important with what you do, with what you receive. You have to take what, you, what, what I share with you here. You have to nurture some of these, these things. Even if it's two or three points, it doesn't matter. Just take those things meditate on them and really go and think deep about these things and see how you can develop these and how you can take action. Because your children and my children and other people's children depend on you. Because whatever you have, remember there are millions of people that need what you have. Thank you so much for being part of the show today. I'm looking forward to chatting with you in the next show. Thank you so much for tuning into the Rise and Shine show today. Please hit that subscribe button and share the show with your friends and family. And if you have been stirred in your heart to get involved, visit my website at sunshineharvest.com to help me spread the good news. I'm looking forward to seeing you in the next show.